0: This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space.
1: Hi, this is Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group with the week in review for Friday, September 17th, 2010. What closed the Chase website? After the site went down earlier this week and was unaccessible to customers, industry analysts were scratching their heads, confused by the length of the outage. The likely culprit? Outdated legacy technology. A Chase spokesman said software from a third party had corrupted information in Chase's system. Chase added, however, that no customer data was ever at risk during the outage. The bank's online service, which went dark Monday night, serves 16.5 million customers. Chase, the country's second largest bank, says the outage was caused by an internal technical problem. Online customers learned of the outage on Tuesday when they went to the Chase website. Gwen Bizard, a research director at IT Group, says many large financial institutions continue to rely on outdated legacy systems. Banks may be offering modern applications on the front-end, such as mobile remote deposit capture services for checks, but their back-end systems are ancient, running on legacy systems that are outdated, Bazard says. But this week was not all bad news from a big banking perspective. The week progressed from stories of site outages to tales of innovation. This time, from Bank of America, which has announced plans to pilot a mobile payment service facilitated by a contactless chip technology. Michael Upton, an eChannels executive for Bank of America, says the bank has big hopes for the pilot.
2: Specifically, we are uh, conducting a a market trial in uh, the New York metropolitan area to, again, very much focus on our customers' experience when managing and staying connected with their finances through their mobile devices. For the pilot, we're going to be using an SD card and as well as a mobile application. So pilot participants will receive an an application, uh, a mobile wallet that will be pushed to them. We will also be providing them with an SD card that they can insert into their handheld device. Based on the application and the SD card, they will then be able to select from a number of payment types as they're conducting transactions out in the real world at the physical points of sale.
1: Now, after this short break, I'll be right back with more news highlights from our week.
0: Are you responsible for your institution's compliance program? Do ATM fraud, ACH fraud, and online fraud keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the bankinfosecurity.com educational webinar library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit BankInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars.
1: How many more bank and credit union failures can we expect to see before the curtain comes down on 2010? This week, managing editor Linda McGlasson takes a look at the year's failures. And though she'd like to see the failures dramatically slow or even cease, it's not likely. In fact, the economic professor who predicted the downturn of 2008 says he expects more than 400 additional banks to fail before the year ends. It's all part of the natural selection, survival of the fittest. I compare bank failures to thinning the herd, McGlasson writes. The weaker animals in the herd, the youngest or older ones, are taken down by illness, cold, starvation, or the predators that are constantly circling. Institutions that fail are part of the natural selection, with the strongest surviving. Tying in with some of those failures, this week saw the merger of two credit unions. Navy Federal Credit Union of Vienna, Virginia, and USA Federal Credit Union of San Diego are expected to merge next month. Navy Federal says it sees the merger as an important step to strengthen its presence in Southern California and expand branch access for its members. The combined credit union will have more than 200 branches worldwide and more than 43 billion dollars in assets. And what about cloud computing? We hear a great deal about it, but is it safe? Attorney Marilyn Lamar shares some legal perspective about cloud security, vendor management, and data integrity. Here is Marilyn Lamar.
3: But I would say in general, it's important to start with saying, what do we really mean by cloud computing? There has been a lot of publicity around cloud computing. Some people might say there's been a lot of hype around it. And we wonder how it's really different from things we've seen in the past, ASP-type models, or even back to older variants of outsourcing, time-sharing, that sort of thing. So I think it's helpful to look at sort of the gradations of how much you are turning over your services to the cloud computing vendor. I think the essential characteristics of cloud computing include the fact that it's on demand, it's self-service to some degree, and it's somewhat elastic in terms of how much you want to have, and that's a big attraction to it that you don't have to buy, perhaps, all the hardware that you
1: otherwise would be buying. And we wrap up the week with a look at two industry reports, both of which focus on future payments trends in Europe. What's interesting about these reports is that they don't quite view the market in the same way. One suggests that the use of cash for payments is continuing to increase, while the other states that debit card use is already overshadowing and overtaking purchases that were once made with cash. Bottom line, no one really seems to know what direction the industry is taking. And from my perspective, at least for U.S. consumers, as long as debit card fraud continues to grow, I don't expect to see debit use increase. And I definitely don't think we'll see cash purchases going away anytime soon. That's this week's Week in Review. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.bankinfosecurity.com.